When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Patton Heels for Imar Insurance. Get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imar.com.au. The two leaders are on the back nine where it all happens on the last day at Augusta National and he'll go in with a four-shot lead with Scotty Scheffler over the Australian Queenslander, Cam Smith. But Cam's had a bit of trouble. He's uh, he's found the uh, the left-hand rubbish. The azalea petals. Yeah, so he's had to chip it sideways, although Scheffler has missed the green as well. Uh, and uh, Percy's been there. Come on, Cussie, bro. Get it right and stop making it up. Uh, Garfield Sobers, Sir Garfield, played off three left-handed and six right-handed at best, he reckons, according to Percy. Okay. All right. Okay, we're going to talk some rugby league. Uh, now, Sats, is this your first time on for this season? We've been, have we it been, is. Have we been ignoring you? You have, Paddy. You have. Oh, on air, yes, but Heels and I did stay in contact during this season oh, of match. please. You know that. Oh. So. Mate, it, it was we, we, uh, well, it wasn't a train smash this year, was it? But gee, they had a few blues. Yeah, I know. And I'd get the the random text message, Patty from from Heels, <laughs> just randomly throughout the show, going, "Can you believe that Olivia did that?" I go, "Heels just gets stuck into it. He loves it." <laughs> yeah, she, she just our, wouldn't let up. Two of our greatest sports stars <laughs> exchanging texts about maths, please. I've, I've, that's, How good is it? That'll do me. That will mm. do me. There was a defection. There um, was a divorce. And all right. Well, we're calling it Sats. Oh, leave it alone. Uh, we're calling it Sats Report Card this morning. Now, right at the outset, I said all three teams, all three Queensland teams beaten, but the total was 11 points, and there was a little reason to smile somewhere. There wasn't there. There was a glimmer of hope, mate. Yeah, I, I thought all three teams. Well, probably the Gold Coast Titans took advantage of that contentious call with with Junior Palo, uh, the, the front row from the Parramatta. So they took advantage of that 10 minutes he was off the field. Outside of that, I thought Parra were really dominant on the weekend. But the Cowboys game, which I, I called with um, uh, uh, for SEN, I, I thought it was a really enjoyable game, to be quite honest. And they're really unlucky, the Cowboys. But a tremendous, tremendous brand of footy. And then the Broncos, well, they were really courageous, weren't they? They were really courageous on one Friday night. A rooster side that's just starting to prime itself nicely. Hey, you're you're happy with that squeezed out try? That that ball, Joey Mano, that squeezed out of his arm. Yeah, I thought I mm. thought when he hit the ground, it was still in possession. But when he actually hit the ground, that's what forced it to pop out. So yeah, I was happy with that. It was it was an important try, and Wasn't Joey Mano is becoming one of those those clutch players. Yeah. Hey, what about well, what about the Paulo Sinbin? He's been he's been yeah. He's been hit up by the uh, the MRC. Yeah, he looks like he's you know one week if he takes an early plea, two weeks if he tries to fight it and lose. And I I don't know. I, I, the way I always look at it, guys, is did he did did the defender have another option 
Yeah, look at Mitch Barnett, the one a few weeks ago. Did he have another option? Yeah, just don't raise your arm as you're running past the player. Um, with the one with Junior Paulo, the only other option with, with him was, well, I'm a bigger man going on a smaller man who's already been tackled around the bottom half of his body. The only place I can hit him is around sort of the chest. I either pull out and don't try and tackle him at all, which is never going to happen because he's a rugby league player and his coach will kick his ass the next day if he didn't. Or I go in and try and make contact the best way I can. Now, I think the one thing that's falling in his favour is that as he was walking off, AJ Brimson actually was pointing to his hurt shoulder and said, no, it was on the shoulder. You hit me on the shoulder. So I think, you know, Junior Paulo will fight it, and I think he'll use that as part of his defence as well, yeah. which, which I think is quite compelling. So I'd be disappointed if they rubbed him out. Because the uh, the Roosters sort of uh, complained a little bit about Ryan James's reaction to a Warrior Hargrave leg pull, mm. um, but but James's explanation is quite quite a good one too. He, he panicked. That's his knee. He's had two ACLs on. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, we don't know what the history of some of the players are. And yeah, it was a bit of an over exaggeration. It also was to try and pull a penalty, which he got. Um, was it over the top? Yeah, probably a little bit. But in saying that. Um, yeah, you're the only one that knows your own body. And we, we see these days when players, the, their legs and knees are getting attacked when they're getting tackled and players are attacking the, the bottom part when you're very vulnerable. Now, when you know, Jared Rear Hargroves, he'll look for any... Mm. He'll look for anything in the game to try and to try and piss off his opposition. So, um, yeah, I, I don't think Ryan James is throwing himself on the ground because of his, his knee. I thought he was just trying to get a penalty. And, he, and you know... All kudos to him. He, he got the right result. Yeah. Hey, just very quickly from that Titans mm-hmm. game, th- this using or gaming the system, you know, holding it, uh, yeah. just deliberately milking the penalty or giving away a penalty so you can go to the review. Um, the argument is, well, the official should have got it right first time, but it, it wasn't a good look for the game. No, it's not. You know, so if, if, if my team knocks on, but then in the process of the opposition team picking it up, and I deliberately hold them down and give them a penalty um, to go back and look at it, we interviewed Graham Annesley, uh, general manager of, um, of all rugby league operations, uh, throughout the week, and he said some of the referees got it wrong last the week before. He said they shouldn't be adjudicating on the play that's already happened. You're adjudicating on the play that the penalty was given. So the, the play the ball... Don't worry about the the knock, and that's already happened. So on the weekend, we saw the exact opposite, where mm. where they continue to allow that to happen. So it's sort of sending mixed messages, to be quite honest. Um, and you know what? It, it, we might agree with it, but I think it adds to the theatre because I, I thought the referee in the Gold Coast game handled it beautifully. He said, "Yeah, you can challenge it, but guess what? If you get it wrong, I'm going to bin you're you. going to the bin. Yeah. So I thought I thought it actually adds to a little bit of the theatre. Are they going to get it wrong? Oh, I know they're going to have twelve players. Yeah. This could be die straight. So, you know, the rugby league is all about, well, sport is all about theatre, isn't it? So I, I, I think it adds to the theatre of it, but I can't, I can see the NRL coming in with some something to try and uh, mitigate it. Hey, uh, the, the other major talking point, uh, I, I suppose, is Marcelo, uh, Marcello Montoya. Yeah. Already apologising uh, for a mm-hmm. homophobic slur directed at Cole Felt, and he's been referred straight to the judiciary. Yeah, oh, just just ignorance, just ignorance. And, you know, in, in the current, it should never happen anyway, but in the current age, obviously, even more so um, when we're a lot mindful of what we can say and shouldn't do and be respectful. Um, and with Marcello, uh, you know, the apology 
Absolutely. Thank you very much for fronting up and saying I'm sorry. But now it's about now it's about an education to try and change, yeah. you know, change his mindset in relation to the way that he re- reacts to things. And I think, yeah, you know, I think the NRL and knowing Cameron George the way I do the CEO of the of the Warriors, he would have frowned upon that. But one thing I do know about him is that he'll he'll ensure that Marcelo, Marcelo Montoya's um, you know, his intellect around those those very sensitive areas are. You know, address differently next time. Yeah, what do you reckon? Four weeks? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think they'll go anywhere from two to four. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I two think. to four, and they'll, they'll they'll ensure that he does some sort of you know, education uh, program around. And as you know, respect. as you know, there's a lot mm-hmm. of education gone into that already. They they'll do a session is, on anti-vilification. Um, you, you know, uh, every year. And can I say heels and 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 Patty and you know. I'd, I've been in a lot of those sessions where it really is just a tick the box session. Yeah. Let's get the session out of the way and let's everyone move on. We've got to get back to training. And I hope that's still not happening. Yeah. Um, but in some quarters, obviously it still is because no one's listening. Now, your report card, mate. Right, yep. It looks to me like, well, there's two levels of teams here. There's, yeah. a, there's a top eight and second eight. I, I think there's a top five and the rest are fighting out, to right be on. quite honest. Um, yeah, I've I've been pretty disappointed with a, with a lot of sides, to be honest. Uh, some are expected, some are expected. So, where do you want me to start? Well, well, well plus, let's eh? go the halves. I mean, Penrith, yep. the first team in a decade to go five and zero. Oh. Uh, then you've got Cronulla, who not so much surprise packets, but the Nico Hines factor, etc. Melbourne, you expected. Parramatta have been good. Who's doing this report? Yeah, uh, but you. yeah. So, haves and haves not have nots. Let's have a look at that. Well, let's look at the the have nots, the, the knights. Oh, I think they're 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 about a C at the moment, C minus. They're disappointing. Yep. Loss of Pierce, pressure on Ponga, no Jaden Braley. I I thought they're at they're where I thought they'd be. I thought they'd be one of the uh, the teams that would really drop down the ladder this year. Um, Manly, uh, you never know with Manly. I, I think they're at a B minus. And they started slow, but the new rules it took a while for them to get used to that because Tommy was so. Uh, dominant last year with those those rules that were introduced, but oh, their best win on the weekend was without Tommy Trebovic. So uh, yeah, they're starting to head in the right direction. Yes. Uh, the Warriors, the Warriors, they're three in a row now. Although it was against West Tigers, Cows, and Brisbane Broncos, you've got to just use any win you can to build harmony, haven't you? So yes. I think they're, they're trekking nicely. Um, the Cowboys, I think they're about a B minus. They're surprise packet. I, I think Tommy did and Chad Townsend are starting to work well. I think Drinkwater will start at fullback, and when Hammersley comes back, they'll try and find him on the wing or uh, maybe a centre position. Young, exciting firebrands in the forwards. So, actually, I actually picked them to win the wooden spoon this year, but I, I hope I'm wrong because I'm a huge fan of Toddy Payton's, and they look to be playing okay. Brizzy Broncos, I think they're about a C. They're courageous against the Roosters. They um, they just lack that finesse or that big game play to ice games. Mm. I know Adam Reynolds is a big game player, but he's never been a player that's scored a lot of tries or you know, or made 40, 50-metre breaks and draws a fullback. And he's always been a player that's created opportunities for others, and they're still getting used to how they finish those opportunities. So you mentioned the Roosters, who I think they're slowly improving. The Raiders have been disappointing. They look really flat. Um, South Sydney, I'm not sure where they're at at the moment, South Sydney. I would know Reynolds, but Lachlan Ilias is a really good player. Latrell's still you know, checkered start with his suspension and, and his injury. The Dragons, well, 
they're been one of the most disappointing, I think, guys. I, you know, some really good experienced signings and exciting talent, but they just, for some reason, they're just not clicking at the moment as a team. And well, the Gold Coast Titans, I think they're at about a B minus. They, they play one of the most exciting styles of footy when they're on, without a doubt. Um, they need a really recognised hooker, uh, but they've got a really young, experienced group of playmakers. Uh, yeah, their halves are young, and their fullbacks young, and their hooker is is young. And David Fafita, although scoring a, an amazing try on Saturday night, he's I think he's one of their worst players at the moment, to be quite honest. Like he's got they've got to find more out of him. If they don't, I'd I'd think about putting him on the bench. Yeah, jeez. And they've done that. They've tried it all, haven't they? They've just they've yeah. just tried that and before. So um, and there's right. I would have and um, that Parramatta, you you know top Parramatta, yeah. They're, they're trekking nicely. I think they're they're primed nicely. The good part about them is got the best forward pack in the comp. They're really skillful. They're quick. They're really physical. But the most important piece of their puzzle is their five eight Dylan Brown, who's actually starting to show some maturity. Yeah. Where before it's he's sort of just like a took with the head cut off, running around just trying to create whatever he can. Now he's a little bit more measured about what he does. So I think para fans. I think this year more than any they're more than any they're starting to look a lot more mature. Hey, the other thing, mate. You know, we know that the Bronx will, will turn up on Friday night because they were a little better against a good opposition. Yep. But you, you've got to think that Penrith are going to go 6 and 0. Yeah, they look really good, don't they? I mean, I thought the Bulldogs were really good last night against against Penrith. Um, the Bulldogs are probably disappointing as well with the amount of quality signings that they signed throughout the offseason. And you'd would have liked to think they probably would have won one or two more. But. Yeah, I think Penrith will win that because they're just moving along nicely, like premiers do when they need to back up. They don't need to hit the ground running after you know the first five rounds. They just have to find themselves again because they start the preseason later than everyone else, and it'll take them five or six rounds to really start, really start hitting their straps. So I think as of this week, they'll um, you'll start seeing Penrith play a completely different style of footy. Okay. okay. So you've got a top seven there. Here, here I'm, I'll go through it. Panthers, Storm, Roosters, Cronulla, four, right? Yep. Then Manly, Souths, Para. Not bad. They're going all right. That, that gets you down mm-hmm. to seven and then the rest are, you know, the Warriors, you're optimistic, optimistic about the Cowboys, Broncos, Courage, but that's about it. Raiders, flat. Yeah, I think, yeah, the way Para are playing, I, th- I think Cronulla can win the comp. Yeah, I think Cronulla can win the okay. comp. I, I, I just, yeah, I just based on their coach and their their smart players. They've got really good, young, exciting, fast players as well. They've got re- the best part about them. Got, you look into their second grade side. They've got this amazing depth as well in all the positions. So, I think they're a massive premiership threat. I think Parramatta. This is the only year they'll win it. Uh, if they don't win this year, they'll go through a bit of a lean period. I think so. Um, yeah, that seventh and eighth position, I think, is. Yeah, you know, Manly can throw up anything. You're just not quite sure. So yeah. I think seventh and eighth is up for grabs like it was last year. Okay. Okay, mate. We're we're running out of time. Just very quickly, Maguire and mm-hmm. Barrett. They're living in a in a harsh spotlight, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They are. Um, I thought Bulldogs should have been going better. I, I was expecting with West Tigers, and we didn't touch on them. But yeah, expecting where they were meant to be. 
I think. And um, but unfortunately, you know, not enough time to go into it. They've been really hamstrung the last four years with their salary caps. So they haven't been able to buy any quality players. So next year's the first year they get quality. They get Happy Corusau. Isaiah Papali'i, possibly Britain Nakora. So I'm a big fan of Madges. I hope they, I hope he gets to stay around and see what he can do with a, with some really good signings. Agreed. Scotty, thank you very much for your report card this morning. Wonderful to have you back on the show as well. We blame Mark Braybrook for not inviting you on earlier. Thank you, Sats. Yeah. See you, legends. <laughs> see you, mate. Uh, and Scotty there, uh, courtesy of Mate, Australia's most satisfied NBN customers. Internet from 59 bucks. Uh, as I said, $59. Just search for Mate. Online, we need a break. We'll be back to talk a little bit of racing with Steph Thornton. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto, don't work on your deck, play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.